You're listening to Arc Reactor, concentrated reviews and analysis of all things MCU. Hello there. No, I'm not dead and nor is this podcast, but what has been a slow period for MCU news has been anything but for the rest of my life, hence the rather longer than anticipated hiatus. But I am back and will hopefully be bringing you my musings on the latest MCU goings on over the coming days, weeks and indeed months. So, what recent development have I found so significant that today of all days I chose to finally break my silence? Maybe the first big chunks of news to come out of Comic-Con? No, not yet, though you can expect an episode on that very soon. But for now at least, I'd like to talk to you about nothing more than a single humble JPEG. Specifically, the first piece of concept art to emerge from the production of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Now, what follows might be construed as light spoilers, though I'd expect it's nothing that won't be revealed by trailers in the period leading up to the film's release. But still, do consider yourself warned. So the image, which I have hopefully remembered to link to in the show notes, quite apart from oozing awesomeness in all directions, confirms a few rumours, showcases some new costume and character designs, and gives us our first proper look at a brand new character, namely Mantis. Now, Mantis is a character with a long and varied history in Marvel Comics and beyond. First appearing in a 1973 issue of Avengers, written by Steve Englehart and drawn by Don Heck, she is introduced as a gifted martial artist, born of Vietnamese and German parents. Over the years, Englehart would bring renamed iterations of the character with him to DC and Eclipse Comics, before her story eventually resumes in Marvel Comics continuity. After years spent on Earth, she ventures into space with the Silver Surfer, and somewhere along the line, her skin tone changes from Caucasian to green. Over the years, her power set also expands to include telepathy, astral projection, and that old superhero standby of non-specific healing factor. Now, like a lot of Johnny-come-latelys to Marvel Comics, my first encounter with Mantis came via Dan Abnett and Andy Lanning's superb run on Guardians of the Galaxy, which served as the primary inspiration for the current MCU iteration of the team. Little is mentioned of her complicated history during that entire run, and I, perhaps not unreasonably under the circumstances, assumed that this green-skinned telepathic woman with prominent antennae sticking out of her head was some kind of alien. Well, it seems like the green skin has been dropped, because of course you can't have more than one token green character per film, but even so, I'd put money on the MCU version of Mantis being introduced as an alien character, rather than another exile from Earth like Peter Quill. It'll be interesting to see just what she brings to the team. Her role in the comics was as more of a backstage player, often staying behind with Cosmo the dog aboard Nowhere, which served as the Guardian's base of operations, rather than being out on the firing line with the likes of Drax, Gamora, Quasar, Rocket and so on. Off the top of my head, I can't think of any telepaths in the MCU, with the possible exception of Scarlet Witch and her, shall we say, ill-defined powers. With that in mind, I think it's far more likely that we'll see Mantis's telepathic abilities pushed to the forefront over her martial arts prowess, which will help to further distinguish her from her teammates. 
Looking beyond Mantis, there's so many interesting nuggets tucked away in this image. Most notably, two characters who were at least to some extent antagonists in the first film now appear to be fighting alongside the old gang. The less surprising of the two is Yondu, the almost lovable rogue and leader of the Ravagers who first picked up Quill from Earth and failed to deliver him to his father as promised. MCU Yondu is loosely based on a member of the original Guardians of the Galaxy, a team whose comics exploits are set a thousand years into the future of the Marvel Universe. The only real similarities are his weapon of choice and some basic physical attributes. Beyond that, the character couldn't be more different. But still, Yondu started life as a Guardian in the comics, so it's kind of nice to see him finally joining the team on screen. Mind you, if Yondu is indeed a fully-fledged Guardian of the Galaxy now, that does make me wonder what's become of his old Ravager crew. A mutiny, perhaps? Or something worse, even. I guess we'll have to wait a little longer to find out. More intriguing still is the appearance of Nebula, standing shoulder to shoulder with her sister Gamora. Now, the last we saw of her, the Guardians probably weren't on Nebula's Christmas card list. So, what could have possibly prompted her to switch sides? We did see glimmers of doubt creep into her interactions with Gamora in the last film, but I can't really imagine her having a complete change of heart just yet. Other smaller things that are too cool not to mention, Star-Lord has some kind of body armour or maybe a jetpack, Rocket is also rocking a jetpack and clearly means business, Gamora has gone full pirate queen, and Groot remains tiny but at least has upgraded from his flower pot to sitting precariously on Drax's shoulder. It'll be interesting to see how long we get baby Groot for in this film. In the comics, he'd take several weeks at least to grow from a sapling to his full giant form. I guess it'll depend, to a large extent, what the timeline is for the film. Most MCU films seem to take place over a very busy weekend, but perhaps Guardians 2 will buck that trend a little and be on a slightly grander timescale. Either way, it'll be a long time before we get answers to any of these questions. But kudos to Marvel for putting out such an exciting piece of concept art, with so much to get my teeth into. Perhaps this says more about what a slow day it's been for me at the office as I write this, but this one image has got me almost as excited as a full-length trailer would have. We're still almost a whole year away from the release of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, but after seeing this one image, the hype suddenly feels palpable. The agony of waiting has begun in earnest. I'm David Edwards, and this has been Arc Reactor. Thanks very much for listening. Cheerio! Cheerio!